Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I am the system of the show. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Matt Steinmetz, Daryl the Guru Johnson, but most important today, Lorenzo Neal with us. We are in Vegas, getting ready for the Super Bowl. Lorenzo Neal, 16-year NFL vet, played the fullback position and played it. He's on my Mount Rushmore. He knows. I'm, I'm, I'm he making knows, up your list. I'm, he knows I, I like. He knows I'm, I'm I like it. Pete Johnson. You do, my you guy do. from Ohio you, State. Yeah, Sam Gas. No, he, he's I better love, than Gash. Okay. I love Sam. I he's better than Sam. Low, low is right there. You're better than. No, I'm out on your list. You're two. I got how many? No, no, no. How many? Because you said you guys had over under seven or eight or something. Oh God, you already. We blew that out. Sorry, everybody, to tick the under. You know what? Let me let me let me say this about Lorenzo Neal. I got to say this about Lorenzo Neal because it's. It's important. So I don't know what I don't know what signing before. No, this, so I, Stiney, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna go because Stiney yeah. can go left. He can go right. Let me tell you, he's at the Garden today. You bring the best out of him. Really, he really, the Guru. You're excited. He's excited. So Stiney's yeah. like an yeah. Stiney's like a friend. Friends are like buttons on an elevator. They can either take you up or down. I don't know where Stiney's taking me today. I'm gonna tell you exactly where I'm one. taking yeah. you. Here's where I'm taking you. So I'm here with Daryl the Guru Johnson. This is the we're in the NFL mecca right now. I I gotta tell you, I'm a little out of place. He's just a little, you know what I mean? But, but, but so we got Lorenzo Neal, who's NFL royalty, okay? But here's the thing about Lowe. Now, we've already been, Andre Reid came by, and, and Neal Smith came by, everybody. And Lowe's got this way of, of including us yeah. in that yeah, no, without no, making man. it A. You know what I mean? my guy. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. We'll see the night. Man, wait, wait hey, let me tell you guys what okay. Guru did to me. So I'm going to tell you guys. Oh, Lord. Guru, big time. So, you know, Guru tells me last week, hey, Lo, man, I want to see Guru's you. There's Guru's hero right there. I want to I see you. And in, 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 in I said, all right, cool, cool. And I, I sent him. I send him my number. I any on an IG. No, I got, you I, text I, that stuff. I, 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 but it's it's Steiny was saying all night. Look at his phone. Look at his show me your IG. Show Steiny. Let Steiny get. I know. I saw Kenny, it Kenny, later. Okay. This Kenny confirmation. That's just one. Some people would say if it was real, you would have texted me the info. 
He sent I'm it with on IG Messenger. Okay. I check that every, you know, it ain't like, you know, your text. You check a and lot I, of social media a lot. I got to the hotel and faded. Yeah. You had the steak dinner and yeah, everything I, I was, for me. I was Gallagher's at, you know, New York, New York. Oh, okay. I was getting the tomahawk steak. I was Ooh. like, dude, I wanted him to come and have a nice dinner. I wanted to treat him tonight because Goose my Damn dad. It. Yeah. Well, he, <laughs> trucks, he trucks that for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that true? Well, yeah. Uh, Stephen A. Smith just walked by. No big deal. Well, it Steve, was for you. Yeah, friend of the show. Why, why was he in why, purple? Why do you? Why are you so? Why are you so much a Stephen fan? Are you really? I'm. I'm not a fan. I'm gonna be real. I'm not a fan. It's bigger I, than his takes. It's what he's shown young black men they can do and what they can accomplish. He was fired. Came back from that. Okay. Perseverance. Okay. So uh, that's okay. He, he talks well. That's what I look at. Still ain't the takes on. Huh? Yeah, that's okay. my guy. He's been on the show a few times. But you know what I'm saying? It's what he represents. Look, okay. That's all. Okay. So, Understood. Who do you like? Who do you like out there that you? Who, when you hear somebody talk football, you say, you know what? I, I like that guy. Like, well, I, I like Shay Shay. Okay. I, I like Sterling. I think when he brings, you know, he's telling it real as he can. I think when you look at a guy like Kurt Warner, what he brings to the table, I, I like listening to some of the coaches, Moose and those guys, and you know, break it down. Yeah. I think they do a great job. I, I, I think that. Like I, how about I this guy? Stephen, I think, little overrated. Oh, oh, man, this guy. Little overrated. This guy. He's underrated. This guy's He's an He's choking. Get my shadow. He's killing me. Oh man. Shark week. This guy is underrated right here. I don't think he's underrated. The men, I don't think he's let, underrated. Oh, he should be on Mount Rushmore. Man. I mean, what he brings to the table, he's pretty in the face. Look he's slim him. in the waist. Every time I see him, I mean, it's like he's simply, if I had one word to, to, to bring this guy, legendary. Yeah. Absolutely legendary. Hello, are you going to light that cigar or are you just going to chew it? Oh, 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 yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. It's a Brian, uh, Brian joining us on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Lorenzo Neal. Hey, Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing uh, very well. To, uh, this is a lot of fun. I'll yes. tell you what. This guy, you, he's clearly was a great teammate. Like, oh. you can just tell yeah, yeah, yeah. by the way people come up to him. No, 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 no. I mean, and and really, that analysis right there, Sonny, is, is, is absolutely true. Wow. Because it's, it's more than just the running back room. It's the whole team. Like, you couldn't help but, like, you want to go, like, there's just some guys you want to go to war with. Mm -hmm. You want to go, like, if you're, you know, if you're with the Chargers and you're going to play the 49ers, you just want to come out of that tunnel with guys like this. You know, because then, during the week, you can have your fun. Exactly. You know, you can sit at the lunch, the lunch table and, and just, just beat on other guys, you know, and see if they can take it or not. Yeah. Baldy, so much we, so many times we talk about a game, and it's it's about the horses, the mm -hmm. thoroughbreds, yes. and the players. But if I asked you from a coaching standpoint, I feel like this. I know Andy has too, mm -hmm. and what he did in Philly. Mm -hmm. But if I told you, I feel like it's a tie with Kyle trying to take something or get something that Andy has two times. Would you call me correct? Like, how do you see this coaching matchup? Well, I think you have to break through. You know, I mean, I think Kyle's like got to break through I before like you can. Because I mean, Andy, Agreed. Andy had that. Stigma yep. in Philadelphia Phil, the whole yeah. time. You know, NFC Championship games, got to the doorstep, Super Bowl, did, came up short. He had that stigma before he went to Kansas City. We're, it's like I was just talking to his trainer, Rick Burkhalter, and, you know, he he was able, like, he's had a second act, right. unlike any coach that's had a second act. And, you know, they broke through. And now we look at Andy 
completely different than what we did in Philadelphia. They, I remember there were clock management yes. issues, so-called, so when, when he was in uh, Philadelphia. Brian Baldinger joining us on 95.7 The Game, courtesy of the Boxer and Gerson guest line. I heard you on with uh, with, with Bonte and, yep. and, and Joe, and you said something. It, it kind of... It's funny. The game doesn't change, but each day you think about something a little different, yeah. and it's and and that's kind of I've been playing off what you said. Is I'm not saying the the, the Fortnite can't win this game, but you take a step back, and I, I keep this is what's running through my head. Right, the 49ers are gonna you know they're gonna need Brock Purdy, second year quarterback, to win him a game against maybe the best quarterback of all time mm -hmm. and one of the best coaches going right now. I'm not saying it can't be done, but boy, you start looking at it like that, and it's like this is a big challenge. Big it is. Challenge. It is. But you know, all this. You know, we're having a good time cutting this up and, and analyzing this stuff and going, trying to see how deep we can go in the game. But ultimately, every game has a different flow. It all flows different. Mm. I, I mean, sometimes you got to be down 27, you know, 24 to seven to, to open up the offense up and change the rhythm of the game. And so, it, every game has a completely different feel. We, as an analyst, we prepare for the game. We look at all the stats, uh, you know, uh, recent success, failures, whatever. And then the game, the ball gets kicked off, and then the game just right. takes off. Right. And then how do you adjust during the game? Right, right. With that being said, Baldy, when you watch the Niners and you say, hey, there are some things they got to fix. Evidently, the last two weeks you've seen the way that teams yeah. have been able to run the ball. What? Why is that? Tell me what you watch, watching tapes, going back, watching all 22. What has been the biggest disappointment as far as in the run game? Game, the run defense, third and 12, they're picking up runs, yeah. getting to the outside, the perimeter. What's Where's the breakdown? I think it's just the basic fundamentals of the game. I don't think it's personnel. I mean, I, I think it's getting off blocks. It's defeating blocks. It's taking on double teams. Uh, they did not do a good job against Detroit. They didn't do a good job of it against Green Bay, especially in the second half. And so I think it's just the fundamental. And then what happens is if, if Kinlaw or Hargrave or Armstead are just getting driven off the ball or on the ground, Fred and Dre they start guessing a little bit about where the ball's going. And all of a sudden, like, the run fits that should be done blindfolded. They look like they're just guessing right now. And all of a sudden, they, you get split and you get hit. Okay. To, yeah, to that point, Lo, Baldy, because I wanted to run this by you. You know, I'm, I love analogies, but I'm bad at them, Baldy. But when you got kids doing the wrong thing in school, yeah. you start with the parents. You call the parents, and that, okay. that that's a symbol of what's going on and what's not going on at home. And I heard John Lynch, after the Detroit game, address guys, well, he basically paraphrasing, giving up on plays. We saw this that. is the great Niner defense. So is that – I don't want to fire anybody, but I'm looking at Wilkes like, that's your unit. They're making – somebody's got to pay you. Can't get rid of all the players. How shocking was that? Those plays that we talk about, where it looked like guys were just lollygagging. Well, they were. I mean, it's an old, old school world right there. The lollygag. But you know, I've called Chase Young out before oh. on his effort. I've called Chase out, and you have to. Like it, just because he's second pick of the draft, and you know, all the, the, the accomplishments he's had. I mean, effort is a question sometimes, and Damn. there's no excuse for that exit. You know, does he have it? Well, here's the thing, Lo. Like I always believe the greatest fixed to that is peer pressure. Like, you don't want to be that guy in the film room where the spotlight's Absolutely. on you and you're like, right. wait a second, that guy's still got the ball in his hand as you're walking on the field? Like, there's no place for that. None. Like, the, the, the one thing, when the 49ers defense is playing at their best, you can take almost any play from the wide angle and you can see nine guys sprinting to the ball. Gang tackle. The, the only way, it's the only way to play defense. It's the only way to stop, you know, some of these guys from 
you know, taking an eight-yard catch and turning it into 20 yards is by getting as many bodies to the ball as possible. I know Fred Warner plays that style. Dre does. But you need everybody to play that way. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching like you talk about defensive end. You got in a guy that you didn't have to give up a lot, Chase, and you bring him in. And at times you see at high, pad level, guys twisting, double teams, getting him on the ground. Lanes, you don't see, and you like to say, okay. Well, I've asked him though this low. Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. So, if you watch Nick, he's in a he's in that jet stance every single right. play. The arm is back, it's cocked, he's three, he's as low as the curve. Off the ground. Right. Chase Young is rushing the passer sometimes standing up. And I asked Chase, Yo, dude, you can't get nearly the start, okay, standing up as you can get down. Why don't you get down? Because this was an issue in Washington, too. Warren Sapp worked with him on it uh, in training camp this past year. And he said, well, I can't really see what's going on in the backfield. I go, well, you got to learn how to see. This is your job. Like, you're a better pass rusher if you're in a three-point stance and you're taking no off like a jet. No yeah. question. So if you're standing up and you're giving the guy your chest, like, he doesn't have enough moves to do that. Wow. Like, that's just something. No. Amen. <laughs> Brian Baldinger joining us on 95.7 The Game, courtesy of the Boxer and Gerson guest line. If I, uh, it, it, would you be able to show me on film a game where Nick Bosa doesn't have any sacks, but you say, hey, Stein, he, he was the best player on defense, mm -hmm. and he had no sacks. Mm -hmm. well, what does that game look like? Well, I mean, they... Uh I mean, that, that happens a lot. I mean, I think Green Bay didn't have any sacks, but he hit the quarterback five times. Um, you know, it, 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 the, the sack number, it's, I was just talking to T.J. Watt about this. The sack numbers is great. We all pay attention to it. Everybody wants them. They get paid on them. Right. But it's really about pressure. It's really about moving the quarterback. It's really about affecting the quarterback. If you can collapse the pocket on a regular basis the way Nick can with his power and his strength, um, sometimes that's just enough. Like, they just need to feel you. Right. You know, if they can feel your punch and you're coming, they're going to move. And they're not going to stay there. Is, is there ever any, any, I don't want to say selfishness, but, you know, I, I go back to Justin Smith and Alden Smith. Mm -hmm. Now you can make it clear, Justin Smith was better, but Alden Smith got more, like, can, can there be either acrimony there or or the opposite, like an understanding where two guys are like, yeah, I don't care who gets them as long as we get them. I, I think it, at that stage in Justin Smith's career, that was a great second act. In that stage, he could care less who got the credit. Right. Like, I just, he he came here with a physicality that uh, maybe Harbaugh got it out of him. He didn't, he didn't play like that in Cincinnati before he no. came. Like, he was a different animal when he came here. Baldy, let me talk to you about the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs who right now, I mean, I called him, I referred to him as Michael Jordan. I mm -hmm. heard you on with Bonte and Shasky, and I loved your answer about, you know, you you, you want to pick San Francisco, but I'm paraphrasing, you can't mm -hmm. go against Mahomes. Mm -hmm. How shocked are you at how good he is this early, and did you see it as he came out of college? Well, I did a lot of his games at Texas Tech. So I was doing Big 12 games for Fox back then. So I was out there. I saw him. I couldn't have ever okay. predicted what he's doing. But we saw the, the talent. We saw, like, the, the elusiveness, the ability to extend plays. We saw crazy a crazy arm. I was telling people this. I was in Baltimore for the AFC Championship game. And I'm around Patrick a lot. I've done a lot of Chief games. The one thing that always, um, it doesn't amaze me, it's who he is. He has the exact same routine every game. Like, he comes out of the tunnel three hours before the game. He sits down to bench. He talks to Rick Burkholter, the trainer, the equipment guys, some of the other guys. Are just, and he just hangs out with the guys, shooting the breeze. And then, like, you know, roughly two hours, 90 minutes before, he just starts having his ball toss. And the touchdown throw that he threw to Kelsey, 
um, for the opening touchdown of the game is a throw that he makes 10. That's it, baby. That's it, baby. Wow. Superman. Wow. Look at him. He's like, that's just classic LT. He's like, <laughs> they don't have an entourage, right. just that's LT. Him. Yeah. That's him. Anyways, but, but his routine never changes. So he makes that throw to Kelsey, which is oh, dead perfect, perfect against Kyle Hamilton. Yes. It's the same Back throw shoulder. that he makes with the same relaxation for 10 throws just like that in pregame warm-up. So it is, it is, well, it, it, the similarity between Mahomes and Curry, I think, is there is there is a well, very know, it's, big it's similarity funny, there. It's funny, because I've, I've used that comparison. Right. Because if you go out and you watch Steph warm-up, he's got his warm-up coach, huh? it never changes. Right. It could be, you know, it could be the NBA Finals, but also it could be a game in mid-February. It never changes. And I believe the great ones have a purpose when they step on the field, Damn. even if it's just pregame warm-up. Hmm. Oh, no question. When you think about the other side, and you talk about the Niners, you're talking about their offense, receivers. You look at Kansas City, pretty good secondary. You see the way they were able to hold, you know, Lamar Jackson, 10 points. What's that matchup look like? What does it look like for Debo and Ayuk against the, the secondary of Kansas City? Well, I think that Steve Spagnuolo, first of all, Man, Lowe, is the best big game defensive coordinator in the game today and has been for a long time. And so he's got a lot of chess pieces. Um, I was talking to him the other day, and he said that he's always looking for an opportunity to, to a blitz zero, to affect a quarterback. And it could be first down in, in your own territory. It could be in the red zone. But he's just looking for an opportunity based on formations, based on feeling of the game. And it seems like whenever he does dial one of these up, it's effective. No and so um, it's coming. You don't know where it's coming from. There's a variety. And usually when he comes, he doesn't just bring one. He brings two. So overload pressures, two from one side. He did it to Lamar a lot. Corner cap blitzes. Like, he has as many variety of pressures as anybody today. Were you surprised they were able to keep Lamar in the pocket and not allow Lamar to hurt him running? Was that not, was that kind of, kind of amazing to see? Yeah. Well, the whole thing, I think, honestly, from Steve Machati down, they're still in the days about what happened and how they got away from who they are. You know, I mean, they the ran best. the ball 16 times. Yeah, but a lot of those were just scrambles. It wasn't even 16. Oh, you know, I, Lamar I, had two runs. I never, like, I was, was watching that? that game with buddies, and every play was the same. He would drop back, and we would be like, throw it. Get rid. Every play was the same. Waited. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Messed around. Maybe because he had to, but... Man, they yeah. just had him confined. Yeah, they did, and they, you know, they they really discouraged them from running it. They played their three big linebackers and really stacked the box, and they got it. They they, they went outside one on one with their corners, and they couldn't beat them. Well, that that's one thing that's interesting. So when the Eagles played the 49ers, and the Eagles uh, got handled by the Niners, yeah. they they talked about what they did to Jalen Hurts, and they used the phrase "cage." They caged yeah. him. I guess that means everybody stays in their lanes, and you don't. I'm not trying to sack him, Steiny. Right. I talked to Nick about it. So how do you, what do you do against Mahomes? Well, you might do something kind of similar, although if you can get to Mahomes, get to Mahomes. Mm. You know, like he's just, you, you want to get, you want him to feel your punch. Right. You know, so I would say I don't know if that's going to be the answer, because look, he can still beat you from the pocket. He can beat you from anywhere. But if you're afraid of him breaking the pocket, escaping, and then getting the big plays, I don't, like I think there's speed at linebackers enough to come and chase. Right. So I don't think you're going to get that, but like because Mahomes' eyes don't drop. Like, they felt like Jalen Hurts' eyes dropped, and once the eyes dropped, Man. he wasn't going to see down the field. Oh. And that's what they God. saw, and that's why they did that That little gauge. thing. Yeah. That little thing. Yes. Wow. Can you, wow. Can, if you look at Purdy, 
is Purdy going to have to do something with his legs in this game? What do you look at? Is he is he like against Detroit? I, I think the that surprised game, everybody, it's, right? It, it really did, and he did it with deception. He just boom. He didn't wait. He didn't try to stay in the pocket. He didn't try to buy time. He said he was deceptive, and he said, "Let me get out of here." Is that the type of game he's got to play this week? Well, I mean, that was like he took a page right out of Mahomes' book. He did. We've been watching Pat do that for seven years, but we, but you know, he's deceptively. He's got good quick feet, and he can elude the rush. I don't know if he has to, low. I think that you want him. You want every play to be optimized. And if his running or scrambling or escapability um, optimizes the play, then I think it will present it. But I don't think he has a premeditated thing in his head where i got to run three times for 52 yards in the sure. second half. Sure. Do you think the Niners' offensive line can hold up? You see, because everyone talks about Mahomes and Kansas, Mahomes is leading Kansas City. Kansas City, Mahomes carried the team to the Super Bowl. This year, their defense, All to me, has way. carried. It's 17 points. They haven't been scoring. A, do you see... The Niners' offense able to handle what? what this committee of comparing. Well, they got to execute, Low. They got to execute. I mean, it sounds uh, you know cliche, but Kansas City has their defense has led them no all question. year long. Even when the offense was really struggling and you know breaking down, the defense kept them in a lot of games. And then they went on the road. They stopped turning the ball over. And now here they are. But um, the defense has they they have that ability to morph a game plan week in week out to change to try and take something away. Like if I was trying to defend San Francisco, I mean I would. Really try to rob the middle of the field because that's where they want the ball to go. That's how the offense is designed. Those in cuts where you're seeing Debo just take the ball right on the tee and just never slow down and keep going. That's where they want to attack. And so I'm sure Steve is trying to design some rat coverage or whatever where they're just trying to, to take that middle away, make him go someplace else. So I haven't gotten over the Christmas game and what Baltimore defensively did to Brock Purdy in that Niner offense ball. I was still in shock. But then the first half against Green Bay happened where the Niners only had seven, and then they only had seven. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over Overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Against Detroit, I say all that to ask you, has, can Spags look at those three games, and do they have the personnel to kind of mimic that and make Brock Purdy get off his spot. Well, they play a different defense, but I mean, Baltimore plays a matchup zone, and they're really good at it. And so, you can run all the motions that Kyle wants, and all of the, you know, the shifts and yeah. everything that they do. They're just sitting there, sitting on it. Man. Like they're not reacting to any of it. They're already in place. It's his own look. All the eyes are on the quarterback, and so that matchup zone is, is difficult. But that's not really what Kansas City mixes things up a great deal more. How big was special teams playing this game? That it could wait, be, man. I mean, look, I mean, this Harrison Butker. I was talking to the special teams coach last week before the game in Baltimore, Low and Dave Tobin. I said, how 
What's Butker's reach? Like, what can, he goes, he could definitely go from 70. Wow. He's got that kind of legs. Uh, wow. You know what's funny is I looked at some I looked at some numbers the other day because I was thinking about Moody, yep. a rookie, and mm -hmm. but and but Butker's. Well, I saw him against the Chargers, um, kick two fifty nine yarders, right. one to win the game, right? One to get into overtime, one in overtime. Man, I mean he's 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 he's. I mean I don't know if anybody's Justin Tucker, but he's about as close to Tucker as you can get. I, I just I think it's so fascinating that that people now are talking about well Moody. What about Moody? You know we could have talked about Moody on draft night. Because yeah. they were going to have a good year. Yeah. Like, the minute they drafted Moody, he was going to have big kicks for a team that's going to the playoffs. So, well, I mean, the good thing is you're going to have perfect conditions. Right. Like, there's no excuses, right? right? right. There's not going to be any, you know, you're inside Allegiant. There's one guy, if you're talking about special teams, like Richie James, yeah. was with the 49ers. Right. He's their kickoff returner. Right. Right. You know, I asked Dave Tobe about him last week. He goes, how's Richie? He goes, eh. Right. <laughs> he wasn't going overboard right, on right, 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 Hey, Bobby, right. real quick, what did you make of the practice field <laughs> game? Was that anything, just nothing else to report, or was that a big deal for the 49ers? I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, did it affect how they practiced? I mean, did they have to slow things down? Like, you know, the Super Bowl last year was certainly uh, changed by the, yeah, the oh, field slipping. conditions. Yeah. And the guy's slipping. So, look, I mean, I, I think there was something there. And I don't know how it affected their – most of their work, heavy work, had been done in San Francisco before they came here. So I don't know if they had anticipated more walkthroughs than real practice. But um, – I don't know. Yeah. Hey, Baldy, thank you so much for joining yeah, us, man. Yes. Really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Baldy. Uh, yeah, Brian Baldy, your courtesy of the Boxer and Gerson guest line. By the way, Circa will be throwing a party that we're going to be at tonight at 5 o'clock. If you're going to be in Vegas, we'd love to see you for free entry and a free drink. Show up in some red and gold RSVP now at Circa.com. And uh, go to the stadium swim tab and click on Huddle for your uh, opportunity. Matt Simons, Dow the Guru Johnson with Lorenzo Neal, Radio Row. Las Vegas, three days, four hours, three minutes, 22 seconds. That's the San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown to kickoff clock. On the other side, we've got Ross Tucker and a plethora of other guests on 95.7 The Game. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Matt Steinman, now the Guru Johnson. Low Neal, he'll be here in a second. We're joined by Ross Tucker, and Ross Tucker's here today representing Seat Club, a new platform that launched just last month as a way for fans to get tickets at the lowest possible price by eliminating the fees charged above face value by every other site. Designed by ticketing industry veteran Cole Rubin, Seat Club has already saved fans over 400 thousand dollars in ticket prices for its first month for a yearly fee of just $99 fans can have the ability to comparison shop for prices for any event with access to the same seats as ticketing companies seat club makes no money on the transactions and it's delivered straight to the consumer in real time Ross Tucker says he's going to invest no, and, 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 in all sincerity yeah anybody listening to Bay Area right now that's thinking about coming to the Super Bowl right you need to go to seatclub.com if you want tickets. He, he was telling me, the owner was telling me, somebody just got $32,000 worth of Super Bowl tickets. I don't know if that's four or six. Right. I don't know how many that is. They saved $7,000. Wow. So it, it's kind of like um, the Costco model for tickets. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. like they don't make a dollar off the ticket. They make the 100 bucks a year from your annual subscription. Mm, right. So 
all the other ticket companies, the 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 fees just go through the roof. You ever like you ever think, okay, I'm gonna get the tickets for 100 bucks. You get to the end, it's 175 bucks. <laughs> How did that happen? Oh boy. How did it go up 75 dollars? Exactly. That doesn't happen at cclub.com. Ross. And by the way, you guru, use the code before I forget. Use the code Ross. So the first year, it's only 50 bucks. Wow, man. I just saved you 50 bucks. No right doubt there. about it. How, how expensive? How expensive are Warriors and Niners tickets? Oh boy. Yeah, I bet your Warriors uh, tickets Warriors. are really. You gotta ask some chickens. They're coming back a little bit, yeah. though. <laughs> they're coming back a little in terms of. I don't know where prices. he's shopping, but yeah, they're up there. Ross, this is the first time you've seen us. Do we look like we sound? <laughs> um, I've seen you, so you look like you sound. But this is your first. Is that Steiny? You know, you thought you see. You, Guru, you you look almost exactly how you sound. <laughs> wow. I kind of thought. I, wanna... <laughs> I thought I kind of thought that that's what you would look like, something like that. Uh, um, Steiny. Look at him. Yeah, I mean, I just, when I, when I talk with Steiny and we talk about high school sports, I think about high school sports. You know, now he looks like his grandkids could play high school yeah, sports. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Ross Tucker joining us on the uh, Boxer and Gerson uh, text line. Uh, this game is is fascinating on a lot of levels. Uh, I heard John with the morning roast. Actually, he was on with us, too. You said 7 out of 10. You think... They these teams played ten times, seven out of ten maybe. Yeah, what do you think? I think it's a coin flip. I think it's, I think it's fifty. Based on what? What have you seen in the last month that makes you think this is a coin flip? When's the last time the Niners Gosh, have damn. really played well? When's the last really good game well, they played? I, I do feel like the Jackson Niners were the best field. team in the regular season, but the Chiefs are probably playing better right now. Well, it, it, well the best team in the regular season was the Ravens. Okay. Yeah. They're gone. And the Ravens smashed the Niners. But now in the playoffs, the best team's been Kansas City. I mean, they won at Baltimore. They won at Buffalo. The Niners, you guys know, very, very, very fortunate to have won both those playoff games. Now, this is important to note, right? None of that means anything on right. Sunday. Right? Like, very easily on Sunday. If the Niners play their A game, I think they'll win the game. Okay. But I can't remember the last time they played their A game. Yeah. But Ross, okay, nice. good point. to that point, if the Niners' defense goes out here and they don't look like themselves, and let's just say, oh, uh, oh I know people in the Bay don't want to hear this, you know, they get blown out defensively, we will go back to what you said. And I think Wilkes will be in trouble. Green Bay, we didn't recognize that defense because that was the most alarming thing, and especially it looked like varsity against JV that first half with Detroit doing what they did. Uh, like, I'm still shocked. So, Ross. Well, speaking of shock, too. Can they fix it? Uh, well, they have two weeks, too. And I will say this. It doesn't feel like the playoff momentum always carries over to the Super Bowl. It's almost like the off week gives you a chance to reset. To reset. My thing is this, though. What are we talking about with Tyshawn Gibson saying the effort was unacceptable against the Lions? It's the NFC Championship game. Why are we talking about wow. anybody's effort? We just I, I want to lose. I want to lose my mind yeah. that we're talking about effort. That's a red flag for everybody. Huh. What are we doing? We're talking about effort in the NFC Championship game. If we're talking about effort in the NFC Championship game, they deserve to lose the game. Wow. Mm. Did you did you need to get? 
Yeah, I'm sure he didn't. Did you need to get motivated? No. I, I think like, the, is that a coach's responsibility at the NFL level? No, I think the players motivate themselves. you got to understand, you're a grown man playing a kid's game, getting a king's ransom. And, Ross, you know that. It's a, it's about... Well, what about know, Dan Campbell? I thought that's what he does and why we all love him. Well, I, I think people love Campbell just because Campbell's just Campbell. He's going to step in. He's, he, he, look, he said, get behind me and I'm going to leave. Campbell's just a guy that he he's emotional. He played this game. He's a physical type of guy. But I don't think he has to get guys to play. They just they're expected to. And I don't think the Niners gotta get their guys to play. It's just guys that are in the wrong position. Guys aren't doing the right technique and the effort starts to fall off because they're out of position. They're getting tired. And fatigue and coward make cowards out of him. But the Niners have to do a lot, like Ross said. They just gotta get better. We know that we've seen this team play at a high level. Can they get it back? And Ross, with that being said, Purry, I know everyone talks about this guy, what he can and cannot do. But how much do you think that you're going to see what he needs to do with Debo and Ayuk? What does that matchup, the secondary, look like for you when you talk about this matchup against Kansas City? Because they've been playing pretty good secondary football. Well, that's the thing. I really think this is going to be a Kittle-McCaffrey game. I think it has to be a Kittle-McCaffrey game. I think the Chiefs' corners are the best part of their defense. Mm. And not, not, they're not like household names. You know what I, I mean? Like agree. Legereus need people. He's a top-five corner in the NFL. Not many people know that, but he plays that way. Even the other guys, Jalen Watt. Watson, uh, McDuffie is as good of a nickelback as there is in the league, which, by the way, is why it made no sense whatsoever for the Ravens to go three wide receiver two-thirds of the time, not have the fullback out there, not have the Thank two you. tight ends wow, out there. Man. They blew it. Kyle will not make that mistake. I'm going to tell you that right now. Kyle will not make that mistake. You'll see more two tight end sets. You'll see a lot of use check. That's what you need to do. I think the Niners' recipe for winning the game is twofold. Number one, they run the rock because the Bills ran it very effectively against the Chiefs. And then number two, I think, in particular, Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner, they, they just can't let Kelsey kill him. Dre Greenlaw's going to have a personal foul in this game. There's no doubt about it. I love that dude. Me they, too. He's, he's, he's going to have a late hit. He plays for keeps. He's going to have a late hit. This is pro football. <laughs> you, know you, effort, team, you know whose effort you never question? That's true. Dre Greenlaw. Oh, no doubt he's a okay? warrior. I love that guy. But he knows what's at stake. <laughs> no, I, I would take that bit, Stanley. I think he knows. The, I can't give him oh, a He knows, but once he's on the field. Draymond Green. You know, I got a question for yeah. you guys. I had um, somebody just asked me this. I had uh, Lisa McCaffrey, Christian's mom, yeah, okay. on my show this week, Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and she was talking about how much this means to him and all that stuff, right? Um, somebody just said to me, one of these other radio stations said, if the Niners win, where does this put McCaffrey among like all-time great running backs? And I hadn't really thought of that, but man, he was like a one-man band in Carolina. I mean, no one that is game, hard. But without that a doubt. is hard. What he and did I in think, Carolina. And I think if, like, I think there's a decent chance he's the MVP of the Super Bowl. Agreed. I, oh, I think like if the yeah. Niners win, he's the MVP. And then we're like, okay, I mean, how many years has he played now? Like seven or eight? Like now you're like, wait a minute, this guy's having like a really, really good career no, now. No. But, but I don't feel like he gets that love. Like, uh, I think running yep. backs don't get that love until they have. The Super Bowls, like, like. Well, Damian Thompson got it. He did. Marshall Falk. That's because you led him to 78 touchdowns in one year. <laughs> but uh, Marshall Falk. Uh, you think about guys like Emmett Smith. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about Marshall Falk and Emmett Smith like we talk about them without the Super Bowls. You you need to elevate that in that stage. See, I, I think a lot of it is because it's McCaffrey, and, and you know people, you know they look at me, they say I'm crazy. Is because you look at the running back position.
mentioned, and you, the guys that you mentioned, all these guys that you mentioned, the Emmets, these, all these great backs, Ladanian, Marshall Falk. You know what? If this was, if this was a black guy, he'd be different. It's, it's interesting when you think about. Okay, God, here's this white guy. Yeah. Black guy's a man. This dude's, he got brother. He could. McCaffrey is is fast. He's leaving guys, and so I think a lot of people they they mislead because it's like it's McCaffrey. How could he be doing this? McCaffrey, what he's done. This guy is a ball player. Oh, I man. think he should have been up for MVP. I, I'm with you. I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves. And I don't know. And, and, and of course, it's not racial. It's not right. any of it. But it's just like, well, when you, it's like you know when you go play basketball, you're like that, that white boy can shoot. Or, yeah, don't he, he, you know, and he's changed. <laughs> but people don't talk. It's when you say that now. You know, it, it, hey, there was a movie that was called White Men Can Jump. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they need to the make a new movie called White Men Can Play Running Back. Yeah. 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 Ross says, who started? Let's do this. We just came up with the movie. Hell, I mean, who says no? I'm looking, for, I'm looking for every angle under the sun. So I'm thinking I, so, of a castle. So, so they need, they need, like he needs to have a big game. There's he no does. doubt about it. Yeah, and, and, and Kittle, no but he needs to have a big, big game. Who has Kittle? So this year, when you talk about Kittle, because I, I, I was always like, hey, diddle, diddle, Kittle down the middle. That's I love thing. Kittle. So. Is it been by design or what? Because he hasn't been. I mean, he's it's quiet. It's quiet. But Kittle, we've seen this guy. He's capable of 100, 150. I mean, you know Kittle. He's a, one think, of the best tight in this league. Yeah, I think he's number one. I think Ayuk has emerged such that they try to get the ball to Ayuk more. It used to be just Debo and just, Kittle. you know, Kittle. Now it's like McCaffrey out of the backfield. They didn't really have that with Raheem Mostert and those guys right. a few years ago. And then it's also, Ayuk's like a real thing now. So now they're spreading the ball around around four guys as opposed to just Debo and Kittle. I also think, you know, they've had to have him block more. Uh, yeah. I, know I think they've had more. to keep him in and block more a little bit because they've had some pass pro issues, mm. especially on the right side. So he's blocking them. But that's why I love him too. Yeah. You know, it's funny. He's selfish. I, I was saying this. The Niners could be a really likable team if they would just stop complaining all the time. About what? About everything. <laughs> Give us yeah. an example. Okay. Well, uh, the field, the practice la- no, field. No, no, no. Last week, last week, well, first of all, all you heard from any Niner all offseason, every Niner player or fan was the only reason why they lost to the Eagles was because, was because both quarterbacks get hurt. My recommendation would be to not let your quarterbacks get hurt, okay? <laughs> not let the defense kill your quarterbacks. Then, and they talked about all offseason, okay? Then, next thing we have, last week, they asked Bosa his impression of uh, the Chiefs offensive line. He's like, they hold a lot. Yeah. Then they asked Jed York what he remembered from the Super Bowl four years ago. I remember Nick Bosa being held on third and 15. They're uh, always whining yeah. or complaining about something. Now this week, what do we have? The practice field isn't good. Right. It's the Super Bowl. You're barely practicing anyway. They're doing like a walkthrough. <laughs> hey, give me a break. And then today, now they had the alarm pulled. You got you got sign That you happens see, every You got to see my post. At Ross, I, right. I said, well, at least now, if, if the Niners lose, now we know why. Changes everything. The Thursday alarm pull, that changes everything. Wow. I mean, they, they, at least they have their built-in excuse. Uh, what time it was, was the, the, the combo oh, of the field? Did that ever happen to what you? What time was the alarm pulled <laughs> is the question. <laughs> it's know. like Billy Martin back in the, uh, yeah. the Yankees said, you know, somebody could have dropped a, a bomb on the team hotel at midnight. No player would have been hurt. <laughs> nobody was there. Uh, so, anyway, Ross Tucker uh, joined by Lorenzo Neal, Matt Steinmetz, Daryl, the Guru Johnson, 95-7. Uh, the game. That's the one thing that that I keep coming back to is 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 Brock Purdy. Like 
when the season started, it was Philadelphia, Dallas, and uh, the 49ers in the NFC. Yeah. And they were kind of jumbled. And I thought at the time, well, the nine, you know, Niners are relying on Brock Purdy in his second year. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Well, he's now taking them to yeah. the Super Bowl, or he's starting quarterback. And what's weird is he's done that, not really playing that great the last couple games, and they've still done it. He's the other reason why I would say that the uh, the Niners could be likable. I'm rooting for him. Me too. Like, I'll right. be th- so, so what I like, I like when lazy people in the media, I like when their narratives can be eviscerated, right? Right. Like, Kyle Shanahan can't win the big one. And uh, you know, uh, Brock Purdy, he's just a game. Like, I would love nothing more. And Niners fans that listen to me or see me on social media, they'll think I'm – I want the Niners. I would love if the Niners won the game. Right. What, do I, what do I need the Chiefs to win another Super Bowl for? I want Kittle to get a Super Bowl. McCaffrey. You know why? McCaffrey's made a ton of money. He's famous, all this stuff. engaged. I know that this would mean everything to him. Mm-hmm. Man. Other players he say worked, that. Right. He but he, he, he was worked. in the locker room for the Broncos when his dad won the Super Bowl. He knows what this would mean for his whole life. This is the dream, not to make the money. I mean, the fiance is probably a dream, too. Right. But, yeah, the, uh, but the Super Bowl, too. But, Ross, I keep thinking about this, guys. Jimmy Garoppolo, if you ask me, is he a better quarterback than Brock Purdy? No. And Definitely not this not. early, okay? I understand that. But when we talk about eras, guys, Jimmy Garoppolo has played in this game. He took this Niner team without McCaffrey and got to this stage against this same team and had a 10-point lead and then went to two other NFC Championship games. So to me, it's imperative. I know Brock's young. He's a puppy. But for the Niners, the era of Brock Purdy to check that box this early to say we're greater at the quarterback position, Ross, and we got something, look at my ring to show for it. And I just hate thinking about if somehow they don't get this done, Low, You can't come here and tell me. It, I mean, I wouldn't be mad or scoff at it, but the era's still where Jimmy took you. You got there and you couldn't get it done. So I to mean, me, that's what's at stake if Brock and Kyle can check. The bottom line, they both check that box. Bottom line to me is that okay, Jimmy Garoppolo got to the Super Bowl and and did, didn't get it done. Games. Purdy's got a better team around him. Ran the ball forty times. Purdy's got a better team and, than, and Jimmy than Garoppolo because he's got that one extra game. weapon. He's got that uh, one extra weapon. He's got Debo. I felt like maybe the defense for the Niners well, is better back the, then. Than no the, question. Let's say offense. Let's just keep it offense because you're probably right there. I would say that. Although offense is better. That's the problem, right? Like the O line has been a little bit shaky. Like. I don't know what aspect of the uh, Niners you're feeling good about well, right now. That's a good point. In this game, they're not they haven't played that well the last couple of games. But you know what? I said it before, I'll say it again. It really doesn't matter. No. Like what happens Sunday matters. Kyle will have a good plan. I hope it's a good game. I think it's gonna be an awesome game. And that would be something. If Purdy was able to beat Mahomes on that stage. Because you that'd mentioned be Buffalo ran up and down on Kansas City. I thought Kansas City was going home in the playoffs. Yeah, and then Baltimore the decided Niners not to run. Not, decided not to run. I'll never get over it. If Mom, I was if I was a Ravens offensive lineman, I would never get over that the rest of my life. Agreed. Yeah, what I, are they doing? They were trying to be somebody else. I, I don't know. Yeah. Is there anything that is there anything that can happen uh, on Sunday that might that would surprise one team or the other? You know, there was maybe hiding something. Not, I'm not hiding something all yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you unveil something. I guess. And I what's, would be the, su- what's the I longest it could last? I, I would be surprised if like the Chiefs' receivers had a big game down the field. They're just, they're just not very good. Like right. that, that would surprise me. Man. But that's like if you're, you're trying to like bet or like uh, you play one of those like fantasy things, the one game things. That's 
that's the guys you have to pick, right? Like Valdez Scantling. Maybe somehow Valdez Scantling gets two t- catches for 148 yards and two touchdowns. Like you never know, yeah. right? Like, if you're gonna try to win one of those contests, that's the guys you got to pick. Dude, 11 and a half is Purdy's oh, rushing we number. About that. We could. We <laughs> oh we're talking. Let me. Che- well, I'll check it again. He's why got to rush for 12 yards. Why are, you, why are you checking that? Why is the Niners favored? Boy, and this is... Well, that, you're you're, you're picking the choir on that one. Man. No, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. With the way they played the last two weeks, how could you favor them? And when you, They still haven't stopped the run today. I, so I have that betting podcast, Even Money Betting Podcast. Why? Well, Evan. Okay, so uh, Evan, we got this thing. It. Have you noticed that when you're on the radio I and you just, say something, just, we got this thing? Goes, no, I just noticed when I mentioned the Ross Tucker football and, podcast and, 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 that Evan did something. With yeah. his hand. I saw you and, look over. Yeah, I saw that. So then when I was going to tee up the Even Money betting podcast. I knew that Evan was about to do something. Yeah. Are you? I, I, feel anybody like, I feel like Evan is suggesting that, <laughs> I, that, that I would say, like, check out my social media yeah, at Ross Tucker no. NFL That's as a plug. No, I would never do something. No, like you're that. right. Yeah. Why would you? I would <laughs> never do something like that. Just nickname your billboard. I'll be like, like Guru. Will be you, like, you got it figured out now, Ross. <laughs> well, I was in the gym yesterday, and whoop. Yeah, anytime you kind of named uh, off, hey, 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 I was listen. talking to Low Neil. No. Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm no dummy. Okay, I'm no dummy. He might anyway, have been born at night, r- but not rushing, last night. Rushing drop, Brock Purdy had to go up. Now it's 12 and a half. Okay, it went up a That's yard. That's amazing. The That's people crazy. listen to me on the Even Money Betting Podcast. Whoop, whoop. And, uh, and they took the over. I got to go. I'm doing the Westwood One preview show. All right, All right, go to it, buddy. Go to it, man. Good seeing you, Ross. Nice meeting you in person. Yeah, no doubt. Nice meeting you in person. Person, my man. All right. Neal yeah. is sticking around. That was Ross Tucker. Uh, courtesy of the Boxer and Gerson. Tola. Boxer and Gerson. Guess like. Yeah. There we go. There it is. There Lola. Boxer Gerson. <laughs> Russ is Boxer job, Gerson. Man. He's very, very oh, no, first, no, man. Yeah. I like him. I like yeah. him. But he's kind of okay. he's kind of right. When you but think he's about down my... on the Niners and right every, for their but, last two performances. But everyone should be. I and mean, that's that, and, yeah. and that's why I was. That's why I was like, why are they favored? He didn't answer that because I don't know why would they be favored. Well, we were talking to Willard, and he's got a guy in Vegas. Yeah. And he was saying it, it, it stems from how the whole season low, not just the recency buys. Because I would think it's just how are you playing the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But he was kind of just painting a picture of, no, it's everything. And it's everybody that bet on the Niners this season to win the Super Bowl. And if you think at it, if you think of it like that, then the hey, Niners were I mean, isn't it, doesn't it come in. down to that either the betters or Vegas thinks the 49ers have a better team? Yeah. I, a I, team. I, I, I think so. I think it, it, but do they have a better team? What we've seen. Yeah, I, you look at you look at you look at Kansas City's defensive front. Oh, they're I, real. Thank you. Yeah. I, you look at ninety-five. Chris, what, Chris, what he's doing. I mean, you look at what they're doing. They just got a bunch of guys, not first rounders, oh, and they man. just get after it. So you look at their secondary. So when I'm looking at Kansas City, you can't just say if they're if the Niners are just a right. better team. I, and that's what he when he was talking about a guy like McCaffrey. I, and, and people are like, "Lo, why do you do you bring that up?" Because it's for me, it's interesting because playing the game, and I know if you had a guy right, and and it's like I, I, I play with these guys like man. It's a white guy like man. I'm a white. I'm gonna knock this boy yeah, out. You, it's, it's yeah. just the way that it's not. He can't. You he shouldn't be able to run the ball. Yeah. We gotta get. The, so it's it's so weird. And so McCaffrey, 
He, do you see him? He gets up. He don't let guys punk him. He and they, he's got, and they try to they punk him. Dirty. They try to hit him. They try to hurt him. Because, and guess what? But McCaffrey knows. People don't think that. People know that I'm I'm not the anomaly. Right. So wow. he plays with it. So I, yeah. I'm just letting you guys know how players think. He's playing with a chip. And here's the deal. It's not out of hate. Yeah. It's just right. not the yeah. norm. So when the norm is not the norm, low, and they can't him. break him, he jumps back up like, okay, I'm coming and back. They tackle and they be tackling him, hitting him like, we're going to quit. But they don't know he's <laughs> built for this. Right. It's about it's, it's about his bloodline, yeah. his dad, yeah. and all this. So when you watch McCaffrey, that's why I pull for him because I know, respect, what, yes, I no know what they're thinking. Like, man, we're going to knock this dude out. We got him. McCaffrey ain't going to do this with that. And then when you look up, he making the guy miss, oh. going 30, 40. Man, it's a mess. So I, I love the guy. And the fact I that love he can catch the ball low, you can line him up out wide. Dude is just – but you're right. He needs to – we talk about uh, shots selection in the NBA, Steiny. Right. He needs – that number needs to be 35 combined for this game Sunday for McCaffrey. Like, you got to try to get it into your best. I mean, it's going to be – like, here's one thing we haven't talked about. Be, it's got to be at least 25. Yeah. I mean, here's one thing we haven't talked about. McCaffrey hasn't played a lot of big games. But, I, but his mindset – I would way, agree the, with the that. The way that he works, mm. and that's why I like that's him true. and Purdy. You know, you McCaffrey, go listen to him when he go watch him. Hey, you know what? This game's about this. I know what this Super Bowl's about. It's hard to get on this level. I understand. I've been around people. McCaffrey talks to them. He's huh? a sponge. Hey, yeah. man, I've talked to this guy about this. I'm asking him about this. McCaffrey works. He reminds me a lot of LaDainian Thomas. Wow. And I, we can get LaDainian. When we run a play, right, and run a play, 20, 30 draw, LaDainian would get through, boom, make a guy miss, yeah. and he would go another 40 yards on the field. He would finish the plays at practice, and it's like, man, you get him in the game. That's why when he was even, he was leaving. Yeah. So I think that <laughs> carries over when you see McCaffrey. Why do you think? Because at practice, I guarantee you, they ask, ask McCaffrey or ask players on that team. He finishes. Uh, all right, that's Lorenzo Neal. I'm Matt Steinmetz. Daryl Guru Johnson joining us. We are in Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58. That's right, Super Bowl 58. It starts at 3.30, 3.30 on Sunday. Here's what we got coming up next. Put those glasses uh, on. We've got Jim McMahon at 145. Jimmy! Uh, I can't wait to talk to him. We've got guests in the meantime. Hey, uh, we've, a, we've got a new merch store. It's up and running just hey. in time for the big game. Head to BreakingTea.com backslash 957 to grab your red and gold gear right now. That's BreakingTea.com backslash 957 for all your 957 The Game merchandise. Be back on the other side on 95.7 again. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.